Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of your life. Today, today I want to talk about decision. For some reason, it seems like everything's a little scattered right now. So how do you decide how to lean into your best self and choose your best life? How do you decide to focus on your mindset and the life you want to live? Let's dive in to the power of decision. Hi, and welcome back. I have to say that lately... I will be sitting on the fence on things, and it seems like I talk to a lot of people who are feeling that same way. There's a bit of a scattered energy, and even as I sat to record this podcast, there was part of me that was like, is this really the topic that I want to talk about? How do I really decide? And that's when I knew that I had to talk about decision. Decision is a fascinating thing, because really, when you actually look at creating a decision, it's actually talking about alignment. It is lining up to any direction that life can lead. That can be as simple as deciding what you're having for dinner, as deciding what coach to work with, what book to read, or what life path to take. The power of decision really sits in being able to tap into your heart and get out of your head. And when you actually have practiced the understanding to trust your heart and to know what that inner calling is to then tell your brain to listen to it. Because really so often that's where the push and pull happens, right? We'll get that intuitive, I want to do this. This feels like the right path. And then our brain with all of its lovely patterns and all of its lovely triggers and all of its lovely beliefs and all of these programming statements that have been passed on through all the years of our lives, try to convince us not to listen to that. So how do you know what to decide? And then what do you do in order to make that decision a decision and not just a thought, an opinion, a fleeting impulse? So let's just really kind of do a little bit of a a deep dive on what makes a decision. More than ever before, I believe that we are living in a very polarized, scattered environment. It seems like everything kind of grabs hold of attention. And within that, it, it really feels like a bit of a slurry. You know, a long time ago, I was writing um, a book of some kind. And I was talking about the intro, in the intro of this book, I was talking about how it was really hard to actually focus with deep intention. I described it as a bit that we'd become a blended smoothie of intention and it was just dull in flavor. And I truly do kind of feel that way, that that we've kind of created this slurry of intention. Everything's a little foggy and it's really very loud out in the world. There's a lot of options, and I will say that we are one of the few generations that have all of these options. I read not that long ago that people were saying, you know, we actually are some of the very few people who have ever lived in a time where there are options. 
You can work from home. You can find jobs on the internet. You can access huge amounts of information. You can um, travel with ease. You can talk to people regularly. I mean, I live in the UK. I talk to my family in Canada frequently, whereas 20 years ago, even that was a luxury. You know, it was an expensive prospect to actually talk regularly on the phone internationally. We live in this land of opportunity. And with that, there can actually be an overextension of choice. You know, it's not just a question of, well, you do this and this, or you could maybe do this, but that's what you're limited to. Instead, we are continually bombarded with options, opinions, different things to think about, different things to focus on. And in all of that muck and mire, it's really a question of tapping into who you really are and what you really want and what your soul's calling really is. So before making any decision, of course, the logical choice is going to be find quiet. You know, is the decision something that you really need to make? Or is it something that you feel you should make? Is it a bombardment from something that's outside of you that you're feeling pushed or prodded or pulled to make that decision? So above all else, you could probably do an entire podcast interview episode on the idea of finding the quiet within yourself. A few steps to do that. Let's see. I mean, it really is a question of meditating, going out into your yard. I mean, it's summer here, putting your feet, bare feet in the grass, putting your hands on your heart, taking a few deep, deep breaths, plugging in to your sense of source, your sense of God, the universe, making sure that you are listening to not all the noise around you, but listening to your deep connection to divine. When it's not even a question, it's so easy to to find that connection and then kind of jump into the, okay, so this decision, right? It becomes this kind of frantic conversation. It's really finding that, that deeper knowing, that space of suspension where you feel whole and complete within your heart space. That's the sweet spot. That's where suddenly the decisions stop being so important anyway. And so then you can actually lean into the depth of them. I'm going to make a little footnote because I did mention that some of these decisions were about dinner and you really don't have to go this deep when you're deciding about dinner. Just ask yourself what you feel like. (laughs) So, but when you're looking at the bigger decisions, when you feel yourself pulled into all directions, then it's really important to pull yourself back. Call yourself center. Call yourself present. A practice of meditation is a really good idea. Um, And I like, when I I feel like there's too much noise in my head or from the world around me, I do like to do a simple breathing meditation, counting breaths, really focusing my mind into um, different directions so that I stretch that that muscle of my mind. And 
I did actually record um, a meditation that I do use often, and I've posted it over on Insight Timer, of where I'm a teacher. So I'll leave that link here in the description. So you can just type up Christina Fletcher over on Insight Timer, and I should come up. But that's a brilliant app for using just simple meditations that you can just pull out. Usually, I usually record mine in about 15 minutes, sometimes a little shorter. And it's really important to just find the processes of finding the quiet within because it's really about turning down the volume of the world and make, so you can make sure that the decisions are yours and that you can feel into them. Feeling into the decision is a vitally important exercise, making sure you have emotional awareness so you can lean into knowing what feels right and what feels not like you, what feels forced and what feels like you're knowing, what feels right, what feels like you. What does it feel like to feel like you? Before making decisions, it's really important to lean into that. What does it feel like to feel like you? And then to ask yourself from that space, what does it feel like to be the person you want to be? What does it feel like to know yourself as your best self? And suddenly when you start feeling into that, you're going to start noticing that decisions start to sort themselves out. Suddenly options fall away because you know that they're not lined up to you. Suddenly, it becomes a question of, well, I know I want to do this direction, but am I brave enough to actually do it? That feels a little out of my comfort zone, which is a very different thing than weighing up a whole range of options and decisions that some of them include ones that just aren't even you in the first place. So it's really important to put these foundational processes in place. Finding that inner resource, finding that calm within yourself, finding the way of turning down the noise of the world and making sure that you connect within. And then leaning into those important questions of what does it feel like to be the best version of yourself? The reason why those two steps are so important is because that's what alignment really is. Alignment is taking that time to tap into the frequency of what you want and what you're moving towards. You know, alignment can get, have such long, lengthy conversations all around the various ways of finding alignment. But I really find that the most helpful way of seeing alignment is to see it like a cell phone frequency. You know, you have a direction of what you want and you all have to find the frequency of that in order to be able to show up. Another way of seeing it as like a radio channel, you know, each radio channel has a frequency and you get to float through those until you land on the one that feels right. You are your own radio channel. You are your own frequency. You will play lots of different songs. You will go through different moods and different spaces, but you are a frequency. 
And so therefore, if you are looking for intention or alignment, it's a question of kind of moving that dial until you find the frequency of you. Sometimes you might drive out of range, and when you do, you'll get static. So therefore, you just adjust and adjust until you get the clear signal again. There's never been a more important time for you to be able to discern your inner authentic truth from the chaos that's in the world. This isn't a time of reaction. It is a time for going within and connecting with your heart center. You came to this world for a purpose, even if you don't have a clue what that is. The world is truly a better place because you are here. But you want to shine your brightest and be the best version of you, not just for yourself, but for your family and other people in your life. It is truly time to show up whole. I'm Christina Fletcher. I'm a spiritually awareness coach and energy healer, supporting people just like you who are feeling drained out and scattered in all directions, helping you to ground, feel whole, and tap into the, your truest self. This leads to feeling calm, focused, clear, and empowered. It deepens your connections with others as well as to the universe itself. Spiritual awareness means you are aware of your spiritual self, of your whole perspective. With simple steps, tools, and practices, you can stretch this energetic muscle so you can bring your whole self into all situations, no matter how stressful. Through my various memberships, books, and one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, I can share the tools I've gathered over the last 25 years with you so you can feel whole, present, and clear on how to show up as who you really are. Check out my upcoming website, spirituallyawareliving.com, today. And make sure you sign up for my weekly scroll newsletter for all current information. The quiet and finding that tapping in resource space is, is where you turn the dial. Reminding yourself of who you are and who you want to be is turning the dial. Because suddenly you'll go, oh yeah, that's who I want to be. That's the version of myself that I want to resonate with. And sometimes you might get a glimpse of that version of you from a previous time and a memory will pop up and you'll go, oh yeah, it felt so good being that person. Or a, a, an insight will happen where you sense what it would be like to be yourself a year down the road in situations or conversations that feel inspired and feel light. And you go, that's how I want to feel. And so therefore then you're giving yourself anchor points where you go, this is who I am. This is who I want to be. And when you are in that frequency, when you're on that channel, decisions are going to take a totally different perspective because it won't be so much about all of those options that the loud world offered you, all of those pressures from family or from society or from your culture, all of the noise that you feel you should do for your children, for your loved ones, the guilt, the shame, the forced in, rather all of a sudden it'll be, oh, I want to resonate as this person. This is who I really am. So what decision what choice feels like me? Decisions coming out of alignment change everything. Now, you might go and try this and then you might say, yes, but Christina, it's amazing how many options come up and they all feel so good. 
it's really important to gather all pieces of yourself in order to focus in on that intention. A couple of weeks ago, I talked to Mike Bass, who is the, um, he, he, was, he was the esoteric priest as well as the Kabbalist, and he also does a lot of work with round table teachings. And round table is based on King Arthur mythology. And when I took a workshop of his a few weeks ago, he described the round table as um, divided up into 12 parts with the center of that table being the common goal. So, you know, in myth, Mythology and the legends, you would have everyone sitting around, all from different parts of the country, all surrounding, all different tribes being represented, 12 parts around this one table, all focused in to the center of that goal. And the center goal is always the highest goal. It's for the good of the deepest self, the spiritual goal. There's a lot of different stories, and I'm not going to share them with you here, but it really is about the highest good. And what's fascinating is when you take that concept within your heart, when you actually take it as your own personal concept, you can imagine 12 aspects of yourself. You know, you have you have numerous aspects of yourself, which is what we talk about on this all the time, about showing up whole with all aspects of yourself. But it's not just your mind, body, heart, and spirit. It's also the roles you play. It's your perspective as a mother, as a partner, as a sister, as a daughter. It is all the different aspects of yourself that comes from society and different perceptions that you've perceived over time and your upbringing. It's, it's all aspects of yourself. But deep within that, there's that center core of your best self, the divine self of who you came to be in this lifetime. And that shows up in a number of ways. It shows up in your passions and what feels whole to you when you almost feel so suspended in time that time doesn't exist because you're so blissfully aware of something. It could be in a meditation, it could be out in a field somewhere. It could be, you know, my husband is a songwriter. I can watch him be engulfed in a song and it's a deep, deep, deep connection space of who he really is. So these moments show up and are expressed in so many different ways unique to you. How is this relating to decision-making? Because I really want to encourage you to just lean into your deepest self and let that be the guiding light of the decisions that you make. Um, I can probably hear you say, yes, but Christina, you started mentioning about this, how you didn't even know if this was the conversation you're going to have on the podcast. And I totally understand that. Did I go to all that effort of observing the round table of myself in order to look at my common goal, in order to decide if I was talking to you about decisions? Not in so many steps. I won't say that I did, but I did lean into that moment, that space, that space of wholeness that said, what do I talk about? And I could feel the nudge of saying, decision-making. Because we live in a world of today that decision-making feels rushed 
and panicked and feels forced. It feels like you need to decide what you think and decide what you feel and decide your opinions on every little aspect of life quickly and weighed up and based on other people's findings. And it really feels like it's vitally important to bring it back to the heart. Your story, your truth, your inner calling, your inner knowing. Now, it's funny because I wrote down these notes. And what do I see on there? It's like making it simple, making decision processes simple. Yes. Okay. Well, once you kind of get that frequency of you and you've practiced it, then suddenly the on or off of a decision is a lot easier. It suddenly turns into what feels right. And then you'll often bump into a thing of, like I mentioned earlier, it feels right, but it feels also outside my comfort zone. And I want to tell you, that's okay. Famous quote, success is always two steps outside your comfort zone, and I firmly believe it. I'm also going to add, success is not five steps out of your comfort zone, it's two steps out of your comfort zone. Go slowly. Make it simple. It's really a question of, I want to start to, mm, I want a new hobby and I'm going to go and join, I would like to sing. Well, instead of, you know, booking yourself a, a massive gig as a singer or even singing lessons, join a choir, take a little step, just, just a little step. Allow yourself the process to enjoy the journey. Just take it simple. Make the decision. Try things out. Decide you're going to make a belief decision. You know, you maybe you were raised in one belief system and suddenly it's feeling off to you and you have to face the decision of choosing to believe something else. Try it out. Give yourself a week. Decide to feel into your heart or explore a different belief. You're allowed to change your mind. Lean in to things rather than jump. But make the decision to lean. Don't just sway in the wind. Give yourself a time space and say, I'm going to actually decide that I'm doing this and I'm going to give it a week or two and then I can change my mind later. Give it time to stretch in. Another great quote that comes up about decisions is that successful people make decisions quick and change their mind slowly. So do that. If you feel called, if your heart is telling you something, decide to do it. Change your mind slowly. Feel like what it feels like and keep checking in to see if it's aligned to that greater version of you. There's a level of, what's often not talked about in decision-making is a level of commitment. It's a question of, it's the commitment part, I think, that's so vitally important because as soon as you make the decision from that beautiful space of alignment, then when you kind of shift back into everyday patterns, suddenly your brain will attempt to talk you out of it. So I will say it is important to make a commitment 
give yourself a time frame or give yourself a limit of what you're deciding. You're going to try something for two weeks. You're going to go to one class of something. You're going to book one something or other. You're going to take a month and learn about this one perspective and see how you feel. You're going to um, be on this one opinion for a little while and see what it's like to actually speak from that opinion with giving permission to change your mind after a certain period of time. Commit to the practice of it and then keep checking in to see how it feels. It's amazing how much brain energy is taken up with the bouncing back and forth. And you don't get anywhere. So lean into who you are and how you want to feel. Lean into what decisions feel more like that aligned version of yourself. And then commit to making that decision in simple, manageable steps. You're going to ease your neural pathways into a gentle transition into the new state of being. And it's not going to be an abrupt quantum leap, which of course your brain will fight against. It will just be a steady flow into the new state of being. I would love to know what decisions you are facing or what decisions you've recently made. I love the conversation of decision and lining up. You'll often hear me on this podcast talking to guests and be like, so how did you actually line up to doing what you do? And I mean, that's something that I often look at with myself of like, "Mm, how did I line up to doing what I've done? And it's really exciting and interesting to me. So if you want to share what decisions you've made or what decisions you're lining up to, by all means, drop me an email. You can now reach me at Christina at spirituallywhereliving.com. My new website is in the process of being made, but by all means, come over and visit the um, coming soon page over at spirituallywhereliving.com. And yeah, I would love to connect and hear what decisions you're facing. And if you're struggling with that, what does that look like? Make sure you sign up for my newsletter as well, because um, there's a lot of new announcements that are going to be coming up and alignment is everything. Love and light. Take care and happy alignment.